From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me again this week is Paul Krozak, CQ's senior reporter for All Things Budget. Welcome back, Paul. Great to be back. Thank you. So Congress is making its way back to Washington from a Thanksgiving break while staring down a deadline in two weeks to come up with a year-end spending deal. And Democrats are now making the already difficult negotiations a bit harder. Paul, what are they asking for? Well, they're asking for some kind of guarantee to be put into an appropriations bill that would prevent uh, the president uh, or his administration from from firing special counsel Robert Mueller, who is uh, investigating possible Russia connections in the campaign. And the House and Senate Democratic leaders, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, both called for a measure protecting Mueller just before the Thanksgiving break. My friends, particularly my friends again on the Republican side, the writing's on the wall. Let's avoid this constitutional crisis. Let's at least stand up for rule of law. We should pass legislation now in the lame duck to protect the special counsel's investigation from the president and from his woefully unqualified henchman, Mr. Whitaker. Senators Flake and Coons tried yesterday, bipartisan. The Republican leader objected. They're going to keep trying as they should, and Democrats will try to add this proposal to the must-spending-pass bill because we believe it's so important for our democracy. That's sure to be a headache. What, what triggered this now, do you think? President Trump has sent mi- mixed messages in the past about whether or not he would uh, fire the, uh, the special counsel, and he recently uh, basically pushed out Jeff Sessions, the attorney general who had recused himself from the investigation, so who was not uh, even in a position to fire uh, Mueller. But and Democrats went ballistic on that. Right. And so now there's an acting attorney general who's been appointed, uh, Matthew Whitaker, and Democrats fear that, uh, that he might uh, fire uh, the special counsel. Because we know Whitaker has been critical of Mueller's probe already, raising these conflict of interest questions the Democrats are raising. So now they want special protection for Mueller. Uh, and what are Republicans saying about the Democrats' demand here? Well, basically dismissing it. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell indicated that uh, there was no need for it to be in an appropriations bill. I think he noted that President Trump uh, recently said that he had no intention of uh, firing the the special counsel. So Republicans are dismissive of putting this uh, into an appropriations bill. Uh, And there also concerns have been raised that it might be unconstitutional to prohibit the president from firing somebody in the administration. Now, even if the president himself could not fire uh, Mueller, Mueller could be fired by somebody else in the Justice Department. Right. So that sounds like a major political headache that's just going to tear the two parties apart uh, as this, as this, as these spending talks head to a climax here. Remind us again, Paul, what's at stake in these talks uh, why we need a deal right now. Uh, There are seven appropriations bills left to be passed. Five have been passed. That's for this fiscal year that began in October. That's That's already overdue. That's right. That's right. And um, 
There is a stopgap funding bill that runs through December 7 and expires December 7. So, so we need something by then. That's right. And we're and, talking about a good chunk of money. Right. Four of those bills are pretty close to being done. They're in a House-Senate conference. Three other bills are not close to being done. And among those three other bills is the Homeland Security Bill, which contains money for the um, border security and the wall that President Trump, it, it's a high priority for him, obviously. Right. We're back to the border wall. That's the other big, big sticking point in these talks, the issue that won't go away, as we know. Where do things stand on the wall at this point that we've heard? The House Homeland Security Bill has uh, $5 billion for the wall. Which is what Trump wanted. Right. The Senate bill has $1.6 billion. So there's a gap there. And Senate Republicans met with Trump just before the Thanksgiving break, I think, to sort of feel him out on what's acceptable or not. Do we know what came of that meeting? What signals were sent there? Well, they wouldn't say much, but I mean, they did say that uh, they had made some progress and they were optimistic that there would be a way forward to uh, settle, settle this wall thing. And, you know, one thing that we do know is that this negotiation between Republicans and Democrats over the wall will not just be over the wall. There are other parts of this as well, such as number of detention beds for detainees who have been detained mm -hmm. at the border, deportation policy. Even when you're talking about the wall, you're not necessarily talking about a brick wall. You can be talking about different kinds of barriers. Yeah, there's still the dispute over what the wall really means, and Democrats are still pushing for just fencing in some cases, as they did last year, as opposed to a concrete wall. Right. You know, even when you look at the, the bill from, from Kevin McCarthy in the House. House Majority Leader, yeah. Right. So he has a bill which would provide uh, tens of billions of dollars uh, for the wall over, over seven years. Seven or, years, yeah. right. And when you read that bill and you read about the money for the wall, even that bill says that it doesn't all have to be for a wall. It can be for a physical barrier. It can be for lighting. Yeah, um, Republicans it, it have called it a, a border wall system, whatever that is. Right, <laughs> right, right. The bottom line is that in terms of negotiating over the wall, it's possible Republicans and Democrats could, could reach an agreement which would provide some additional money for the wall or for border, whatever you want to call the wall, fencing, whatever. They could agree on some additional money. Republicans might make some compromises with Democrats on other aspects of this, deportation beds, detention policy, etc. And there could even be other things that Democrats want that in return for those, they agree to this extra wall money. So they, they could get an agreement. And we should say, even beyond the border wall and the Mueller probe, there's still dozens of other smaller skirmishes that could still complicate a spending deal. We're talking about whether to block guns to sales of guns to people who are on a terror watch list. We're talking about cuts to EPA's regulatory programs. We're talking about immigration enforcement, the number of detention beds, and the list goes on. So there's a lot still to unravel, and there's eight legislative days left before this December 7 deadline is is closing in on them very quickly. Paul, game this out for me. What, what options do you think they have here as the deadline grows very short? Are we going to see all seven bills? Are there other alternatives? What do you see? What, what are some of the options? 
It's very unsettled right now, so it's very hard to predict. It's really unsettled on both sides, Republicans and Democrats. But, I mean, one option is you get an agreement on all seven bills. So you have a seven-bill package. That's one possibility. Another possibility— If all these things get—they dot the I's and cross the T's on all these— on you, all these uh, you would have to do all that, and you only have a couple weeks unless you extend the CR for another week or two. Do another stopgap to which, buy some more time. Right, if, exactly, exactly. So that's one option. Another option would be they reach agreement on the four bills and push off the three remaining bills, including home, Homeland Security— into a continuing resolution for next year. I think that's unlikely because I, I don't think Trump and Republicans would go along with, with not doing anything on the wall and, and but yet passing and signing these other four bills, which within them might contain money that potentially could be for the wall. So I think passing the four bill package is unlikely. Mm -hmm. Another option— um, In other words, they don't want to push this off to January when Democrats take power in the House, and then they lose their influence on the wall. Well, that's another thing. I mean, Republicans have an incentive to try to get this done this year because mm -hmm. they still have control of the House. By the way, going back to the seven-bill package, if they get all seven bills negotiated, right. one way they could do that and provide money for the wall is they could have an across-the-board reduction in spending in all— seven of those bills. They could reduce spending account by account. That'd be a bold um, stroke at this point. I mean, that might be the easiest way to provide some extra money for the wall as opposed to cutting deeper from another but area. But they need Democratic buy-in on that. Right, right. That's, that's a tough one, too. And then, so finally, they might not get any agreement except agreement to a continuing resolution which would go into, say, next March. It would continue current spending through next March. No agreement on any of the bills. That would be a tough sell to President Trump, though, because yeah. he would not get any additional border money. And, I mean, he's looking for a win on border security. And if he doesn't get some kind of win on border security... He might not sign an appropriations bill or a continuing resolution. It's certainly possible. Then we have the partial shutdown here. Right. So a lot of complicated options here. Any reason to be hopeful? Yes. It doesn't seem like anybody really wants a shutdown, even if some people might accept a shutdown. As I said before, Trump would like to have a win on border security. Democrats have said they want to start next year with a clean, with a clean slate. They would like to finish up the appropriations so that in the House they can get going on their agenda next year. Republicans would like to get this done this year because they have more leverage. So there may be some reasons to hope for a deal, but it's going to be a busy two weeks or more on the spending deadline uh, approaching us. And CQ will be covering it all for you, so stay tuned. My thanks again to Paul Krozak, our senior budget reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, David. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your CQ Budget Tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget Newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us on iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher, NPR One, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more budget news, you can subscribe to CQ.com or visit RollCall.com or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQNow or at RollCall. See you next week.